everybody and welcome to the Air Flaps podcast, the podcast where we tear apart our favorite movies for educational purposes. I'm Annie and with me here today I have Rachel. Hello. And Max. Hello. And also with us today we have Josiah. Yo. And Lizzie watching hey. with us. So we're all just gonna watch the movie with you and uh, be your commentators. We yeah. Have, we have a lot of fun. Um, just talking about movies. Uh, so today's movie is The Maze Runner. Yeah, and I just wanted to give a little trigger warning before we begin for any parents out there who are listening with some younger kids. This movie is rated PG-13 for thematic elements and intense sequences of sci-fi violence and action, including some disturbing images. There's kind of, there's a, there's a little bit of fairly light swearing, I would, I would call it. Uh, throughout the movie and of course it is an action adventure movie so uh, there are a couple of jump scares and some scary images and a couple of gory images but it's it's a very solidly pg-13 movie and uh to be warned we do spoil the ending of the movie near the beginning yeah (laughs) but if you've never seen the movie before watch um, it before you listen to the commentary (laughs) oh and uh but by the way, we're also doing this as a commentary where we're going to be watching the movie. Um, I'll I'll give you a note, or um, I'll I'll tell you when I play it and where it's queued up to, uh, so you can watch the movie along with us. Uh, we're just going to be playing it without sound, with just the subtitles on. Yeah, and also uh, sorry about the coughing. A few of us are getting over a cold still, yeah. so this episode is going to have a little bit of coughing. Sorry. Like Annie said, today's movie is The Maze Runner. It came out in 2014. Um, it stars Dylan O'Brien, Will Poulter, Patricia Clarkson, and several other people that I will entirely butcher the names of, so I won't even try. <laughs> and it was uh, directed by first-time feature director Wes Ball. So I was I was uh, doing some reading up on, how, on The Maze Runner and how it got started, and it was really interesting reading the story of how the director got brought on board because he is a first-time feature director um but apparently he has a really strong background in visual effects right and yeah he made this uh short film called ruin which you can actually find on youtube if you just uh search in ruin or west ball he has his own uh, youtube channel yeah apparently um, ruin was going around circles in hollywood like just everyone was seeing it i know some of us saw it before we saw maze runner right and um the producers for the film he was actually going into 20th century fox to pitch his a feature length version of this yeah a feature length version of that short film that he made to them and he was kind of in the middle of the pitch or not in the middle of the pitch but in the lead-up process to it and planning the meetings when they asked him to pitch they asked him to read the maze runner and then pitch his version of a movie of the maze runner and so he did, and yeah, that's how he got hired on. Yeah. Which is not something you see no. a ton of in Hollywood yeah. to have a director just walk in. I mean, it's it's common to have, or I mean, it's becoming more common to have like short films picked up to be turned into feature, but not not exactly like this, which mm-hmm. was interesting. It was really interesting seeing the short film as well because it is dystopian. It's it looks very much like the Maze Runner. Yeah. Again, that that short film is called Ruin. Yeah. Cool beans. Okay, ready? Yep. So, Maze Runner. This Maze is what Runner. we're watching today. Yeah. I actually really like this movie. Yeah? I There's parts of it that I really like. I like the concept of it. Well, 
So we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into it. So um, just to start with, this is based off a series of novels, and none of us have read any of the novels. Nope. We've um, only seen the movies. So we are just critiquing the movie, but there might be some things that we say that are actually from the book, so we might be critiquing the book also. I know I have a lot of problems that I know are based in the book. Mm. Um, so it's not yeah. really the filmmaker's fault. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and when I was reading reading up about the movie on the IMDb trivia, I, I've noticed a thing. The more YA, you know, the young adult mm-hmm. uh, novels, the, the, most of those movies, the IMDb trivia gets quite nitpicky. <laughs> like, And it says, well, ra- in the book, this oh. happens like this. Oh. And also the trivia is just really bad. But... <laughs> Um, is it to the level of like, oh my gosh, hi guys? <laughs> uh, not exactly. It's more like, well, this guy was in here, kind of like this guy who was also in this one, and way down the line they worked in a movie together once. Wow, such uh, trivia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the, there's there's a lot of things, and from what I saw in the IMDb where they would say things like, in the book this happened. I like the movie version better. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll get to that. So let's, I guess let's just start the movie and yeah, start talking about it. Okay. Uh, we're actually watching this on Amazon Prime. So I don't know if the actual release has more intro stuff. But for us, it just does the 20th Century Fox intro, big intro and then jumps right into the movie. Uh, so we're here at the very beginning of the 20th Century Fox uh, thing. And so, yeah. One, two, three, play. <laughs> oh, man. So I do like the beginning here where they just got to jump right into it, but I don't suppose there's another way you could do that just with the premise of the movie right? where he doesn't remember anything before this. So uh-huh. you just, I do like they just open. Yeah. Open with a main character throwing up. That, that's, that's like a, that's a good hey, way to At do least it. it wasn't like flashback, you know, flashes of yeah. memories and then <gasps> startled awake. Or confusing opening like hidden figures. I like the kind of jump where you don't even know he's there and you're just hearing like, okay, we're in this weird cage thing elevator and then all of a sudden he's there and, and you know, throwing up. This this was all shot on green screen. Like he's not, it's just like it's all green outside the cage. Wow. I'm not, I'm not sure they had moving lights at all. Well, no, they, they had to have. Yeah, I was going to say. They didn't show enough of the BTS though. What do you guys think of him as the the actor as playing Thomas? He really looks like a young Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah. I think I, he's really good. I like that in the back the the wicked is on the barrels and it's like not something that you notice mm-hmm. until you're kind of rewatching it. Yeah, and you're or like I noticed it for the first time. I'm like, "Oh, 
Well, that's interesting. This is like one of my favorite shots in the movie. It must have been so hard for the focus puller. <laughs> if you watch when they open up Will Poulter's character, it starts as this wide, and then he jumps down into a close-up right here. goes here, jump, and then down Whoa. into a close-up. Totally it's such a cool shot. I like that they skip moments <clears throat> in, in the action. Like, it still works. You know, like, they yeah. didn't show, like, hauling him up or anything. They just showed him being there. <laughs> and then running. This is nice setup I right know. away that they, the first thing they set up is that he's a fast runner and he can run. Yeah. And I also like <clears throat> the world building they set up where they've all, like, seen some people do this before. They've seen, you know, people come up mm -hmm. and have many different reactions and this is just one of them. They're all laughing at him. Mm-hmm. And we get the circling shot so of much the blade. I I have problems with the terminology, which goes back to the book. You know, the director in reading some of the behind the scenes stuff. Mm -hmm. ooh, nice title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> boom title. Um, in reading some of the stuff about what the director said about the movie, he was he's saying that it was like Lord of the Flies mixed with. Um, lost lost but i was like that's actually what bothered me about this was that it wasn't enough like lord of the flies like mm -hmm. i have a really hard time seeing how like this all actually all came together that they're so civilized because and so orderly be yeah because of the story of yeah. lord of the flies like you want to see the first year or so yeah because they've been here for three years but um something that uh what I don't like what you were saying about their names for things and stuff. Yeah. Like, they have um, different names. Like, they call them a shank or something. They, they have their own, like, fake swear words and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. But their names for, like, the grievers or different things that happen, it it feels really YA. YA. <laughs> you know, the young adult. Like, that's a very popular thing to do is to give everything names. Yeah, and but you know, like even Lord of the Flies, they do that in Lord of the Flies. It's something that young people do, like it's not completely unrealistic. I don't. It's not completely it, unrealistic, but the names themselves. Yeah. I like why grievers. Yeah, because like, they make people grieve. I don't. That's know. that's like too far. It's, it's not <clears throat> though, like kids do that. Mm. Uh, it's like I would want it to be named something something about the way they look or something like calling them well for spider the monkeys or whatever like they don't see them they don't know what they look like oh, true they say that now if I recall correctly Albie's the one who kind of brought everyone together right he was yeah. the first one the first one right 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 okay so he had to survive, well, they'll say it, but survive a whole month there alone since he was the first one. So I I guess I wanted more from him then because if he's the person who's kind of built the team together and kept everyone working together, yeah. that means that as more and more boys have come up each month, it seems like he would have to... There would be some who were quite rebellious or who wanted to be in right. charge, and he would have had to deal with that. And so I wanted more from his character. 
So um, the character of Newt just came on the screen. He's like one of my favorite characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he's kind of hard not to like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I really like uh, <clears throat> that actor's name's Thomas Sanders, right? Who? Newt. Newt. No. Thomas no. Sanders? No. no. He has like three names. It's oh, Thomas yeah. something something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's well, from Game I, of I. From Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh. Well, I know him from Nanny McPhee. Yeah. Oh. And that's. He plays Simon in Nanny McPhee. And that's. Yeah. Nanny McPhee, Game of Thrones, they're all kind of like. <laughs> yeah, similar. So, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. The. Um, uh, uh, on this stuff, I wonder how much of that is actually there. Like, did they have people walking around all in the background? Well, I, the director does come from a VFX background, which makes mm -hmm. me kind of question how much. Yeah, like on the walls, mm -hmm. the only part of the walls that's real is about like 10 feet high by a certain amount wide of the main entrance. Like that's all. not all the way around. Yeah, that's all there is. It's very, very little. It's actually yeah. kind of impressive how much of this holds up, like how much of it you don't know is vfx yeah and they do a good job of like not showing certain stuff oh yeah and then this guy chuck. they're saying chuck um he campaigned on twitter twitter to get this role like he kept messaging <laughs> the director and sending audition tapes and like just bugging him about it and finally he sent it to the casting person and she really liked him and everything so he got on the movie he's one of my favorite characters also along with nuke we'll have to revisit that yeah we well initially in. he was one of my favorite characters i do question why he's the only one who doesn't look like a model <laughs> there, there is that too because everyone else is so physically, physically fit. Yeah. <laughs> so that was an interesting thing I was reading about. That originally, um, uh, let's see, where, where is it here? I copied this down. Why does that guy have perfect hair? Um, he just does. It's life. They have gel in the glade. <laughs> no, I think his hair just does that. <laughs> so he said, uh, in an interview, the director said that he originally passed over his name's Dylan O'Brien, the main guy, Thomas. He originally passed him early on because he had what the director called MTV hair. Um, <laughs> and he had, like, weird hair, I guess. And so he passed him up because of that. Mm -hmm. um, and then he saw him in some other things that are the internship, I guess. So Fox came to him and said, we, we like this guy. And he watched the tape and said, oh, that guy looks familiar. I wonder... <laughs> And then he figured out that it was he didn't have the same hair. <laughs> oh, there yeah. We go. Introducing Eustace. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Useless. Uh, it's so weird seeing him as like a tall, you know, broad-shouldered. I know. You know. I ended up really liking his character in this yeah. film, though. Like, at first you're like, okay, he's <sighs> kind of a jerk. but Because you need a villain that isn't the mace. Like, you need a... Yeah, he's not really a but he's not. Villain. Yeah. Well, no, I mean he's a villain he's to heavy. him. Yeah, he's heavy-handed. You understand? But he's, he's trying to do the right thing. Yeah, he just doesn't want to change. That's a cool shot. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, almost nailed oh. the focus, oh. but didn't quite nail the focus. Almost did. 
So I like all of this setup going in here, explaining the stakes and the maze. That was all chat. I don't like how nobody wants to tell him what's going on. Yeah. Like, he's obviously so curious. Why don't they just tell him? It, it, like, it takes a good, like, 15 minutes of the movie for them mm -hmm. to, like, tell him everything that's going well, on. Well, on a screenwriting note, that's actually the way you want to do it. I suppose. You want your characters to have to work to get the information <coughs> as opposed yeah. to everyone feels free to talk about everything, and so you just get a dump of exposition dialogue. But they still have to do all the exposition. But well, they, and also, they have to make it a reason why everyone's reluctant to talk about it. And also, I don't feel happening. like they had a good reason. <coughs> yeah. I guess that's what they... As a character coming into that, like you're not going to get all your questions answered no matter how many of them you ask. Yeah. But like he's not asking very many questions, and so it feels unreasonable for them to not answer them. <laughs> to be reluctant to answer questions he's not asking? Random breakdancing character. Yeah. Hey, I, I liked this scene. I was just like, hey, look. A bunch of boys being boys. <laughs> yeah, and drinking some vague, non-alcoholic substance. I don't think it's non-alcoholic. I don't think so either. <laughs> but it wasn't in a beer bottle, so. <laughs> yep. You know that that kind of character always has to be eating something. <laughs> like it's just that kind of character. Why are they away from everyone else? I had this question too. Because <laughs> <laughs> see, it's alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what it is. Yeah. It's awful, but we're eating it. Yeah. So it makes you feel good on the inside. Um, well, they had to sit like that so that they could get really cool backgrounds. I see. If they were facing the fire, it would just be a black background. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wait, is that the maze open? Uh, um, couldn't tell. Weird. Uh, an earlier shot was the maze was closed in the same scene, so I don't, I mean, think, it, I don't look, think it was open. It looks open right there. And here we introduce those are the cool guys. <laughs> yeah. See, he's sitting in a chair and eating food. Yeah, the other guys cool are standing, guy. like they they're so restless they can't sit down. I know it's, if it's I've like been running all day, scene. I know <laughs> if I've been running all day, I'd be like exhausted. Like, <laughs> I was looking at uh, Rachel and I were watching B-roll last night of this movie. And like this scene is super light um, on set. Mm -hmm. Like night scenes are so much brighter than they grade them to be mm -hmm. in the final movie. Like, see the white areas on his skin? Mm -hmm. Like, so the yellow is from the fire and the white is from the light that they have illuminating the whole thing. That's the light in their eye. Yeah. At this point, the first time I watched it, I was going, so they've all been evenly selected by whoever sent them here to cover all of the jobs. Like there's runners and then there's mm -hmm. like, I can't remember all the groups that they set separate everyone into, but yeah. like did whoever sent them there send them an equal amount of everyone or like it's, was that the plan? I think it's a side effect of just a teen fiction. Like, like I said, a cafeteria just... scene. Here's, 
here's the dorks, here's the cooks, here's the cool guys, the runners, the nerds. here's the builders who you know, aren't quite all the way there. <laughs> <laughs> and then the agricultural guys. Yeah. Oh, it's still so weird oh, after seeing him as you. We got the builders. They're very good with their hands. Got a lot going on upstairs. See? <laughs> Winston. Keeper of the slicers. They never say what the slicers Night are. Jacks. Yeah, they never say what the slicers do. Are they hunters or something? No, they're. They, they just move. cut stuff up. Computer slicers. <laughs> you said that the medics spend most of their time the slicers. bandaging <laughs> with the slicers. <laughs> I really like all the stunts, stunt work. You could, like you can mm-hmm. tell it's the the actors themselves having fun with it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's kind we of kind of went too far like, with that one. I think. I feel like this is kind of a director's dream cast. You know, just like a bunch of young, uh, very good actors who've done things, but they aren't mega stars. So a, they're inexpensive, and <laughs> b. You can do a lot more stunts with them, and when since they're you know young men, they're much more physically fit and able to do all of these crazy stunts, and they're like really into it. So, it it kind of lends itself for some really awesome action that you couldn't really do otherwise. Yeah, Are I like that they call him Greeny. Like that works. That yeah, me. that one works. I I used to have a chicken called Greeny. <laughs> a chicken. Random she laid, she laid trivia facts. My max. <laughs> that's ever... actually I was reading up on the director. That's what he said about. That's almost exactly what he said. That he what made the movie was the cast mm-hmm. and being able to work with such good actors and the fact that they none of them were mega stars. Like he said, yeah. I hope that everyone looks back on this movie as. They before they were mega stars, yeah, and kind of what launches them into stardom. I'm not sure it did. It does launch them into stardom, Ooh. but like, oh, all of these—they cool look, look like they hurt, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I love that shot. That's cool how they shot it. Yeah, sideways. sideways. Yeah. <laughs> he fell over and remembered his name. Now they said uh, in the book, or I was reading that in the book, the not remembering her name is. That never happens in the book. They always can remember their name. Oh. I like that they don't. It's just kind of a cool side thing. Yeah, because it gives them something to celebrate and welcome him mm-hmm. with here. You know, like, <laughs> yay, it's a rite of passage. You remember your name. Yeah. <laughs> then you drink that. Awful drink. <laughs> whatever that is. And here's where you see that he's not really a bad guy. Because, like, he was shaking his hand and stuff. He's just kind of... He's kind of rough. He's a little rough. But and heavy-handed. But he's still, like, a welcoming dude. I do like the sound design for the Grievers. And for the maze itself. It was just kind of cool. I want to see the... Yeah, Albie's story the first time he was here. Yeah. <laughs> like, the first time he heard the Grievers and, like, what I was that? I like that they don't show it because it, <laughs> it makes him... You know, like, it leaves you questioning in a good way mm-hmm. to kind of fill in your own blanks about it. They were saying that um, on the first day of shooting, the director said, um, their first day of shooting, they got uh, 
36 setups done. Oh, jeez. The, the whole film was shot in 44 days. Wow. Oh, here we go. Here's the flashback. Random. The what do you call the flash through flashback sequence, you know? The transfer mode sequence. Mm -hmm. It is a flashback. It's not forward. No, I mean, it's flashy to watch. Oh. I'm like... <coughs> His little dream sequence. Their mm -hmm. eyeline is off. I, I, I really like the first two-thirds of this movie. It's just yeah. the end. Yeah. I would we'll say, get to it, but it's just... I would say even even the like most of the third act is just that tag on the end of the movie. But it, well, we'll it talk makes about that later. the whole movie fall apart. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty shot. Yeah. There's lots of pretty shots. I really, I, I feel like one of the strong points about this movie is like the how well it was shot. And there's, I was telling Max last night that there's, there's a lot of really like epic shots, like mm -hmm. the the, oh, like the dolly in to a character, or you know, like what when um that one like where when Thomas he, you hear something in the maze, and then you know Thomas is turning his head, and you know it's going straight to him, and you cut, like the audience has kind of like a <gasps> what was that moment <clears throat> this first. there's a lot of like really epic shots like that and but what makes it work is that the actors aren't being epic like they're just being themselves but the shot is epic mm -hmm. and i think that if the actors had been any more you know this is an epic moment. <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't have worked. worked. <laughs> I like that the, scene with the wall. It's a very visual way to start talking about the history of the glade and yeah. kind of the dangers again. Mm -hmm. um, though, what bugged me most about that was that he was using a knife to do that on the wall. Like, use something, oh. like, not with well, a Well, and later like they that. use a chisel. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, actually, I think he was using a knife, but banging on it, which is even worse. Anyone else notice that they're growing silk flowers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the leaves look a little bit fake. More, where are they getting fertilizer? Like, what's the animal there that they're fertilizing? Yeah, from? there was goats earlier. Yeah. Oh. I do, I do like that they're setting up Thomas as, you know, very curious, very questioning. But I like how they didn't. They were very careful to keep him from being, like, rebellious about it. Like, there he was talking to Newt, and Newt was like, whatever you're thinking of, we've already thought of and tried. Yeah. You know, sort of thing where he's being, Thomas like, wants inquisitive. To, he's inquisitive, but... and he has ideas, and but it's not all-out rebellion. And, like, I feel like that's he's something that about it. YA novels especially fall into so easily is that they're young adults and they know better than all the adults or people who have more wisdom than them and it bugs me so much i like that that this is not a part of the maze runner mm -hmm. so you saw so it says george on that whatever it's kind of like a gravestone almost and george was a name that was crossed out on the wall so oh, you, yeah. so you kind of get that he doesn't look so good no <laughs> It was at this point in the movie that I went, they have zombies here? Yeah. <laughs> that was a cool shot there. I yeah. like this because you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you're with Thomas and like, 
what is going on? We don't understand. Yeah, we're supposed to be safe inside the maze. Yeah, like, why is he attacking Thomas? And that's when you kind of get the impression that Thomas is special. Like, why is Thomas different? Like, up until then, you I don't know, didn't think you've, he was different. You first start noticing that when he fights Gally for the first time. Like, mm, like he was Gally was unexpected. So. There, he didn't expect him to be, like, smart like that. <laughs> More running. <laughs> I wonder if before. Whoa. Oh, yeah, come on. Those stunts are just awesome. I couldn't tell if that was the same actors, though. That might have been stunt guys. And this is the moment when Newt gets really cool. <laughs> I like that Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Thomas is, you know, like. That was a cool shot. He's again, asking for help. Not rebellious. Yeah. He's, he's not doing, arrogant. like, the normal thing that normal people would do. Bam. Bam. And not Ow. needing to show off. Yeah. If you're getting attacked by a zombie, a shovel is a fairly good tool to use. And I like how Thomas's shirt is the same shirt throughout the whole thing. It's just getting progressively <laughs> nastier. <laughs> like he doesn't what, have a chance to wash it. <laughs> what what I can't figure out is how he got like like how did he get stung and no one knew about it? Like did he go into the maze well, alone? I think he went into the maze. Oh, he's a runner, right? Yeah. Uh, they didn't really make that clear if he got stung, like, yesterday and came back, or if he went into the maze this morning and got stung and came back. Like, what about his partner in the maze? Like, don't they uh, stick yeah, together? Is, I, I couldn't tell if Miho was there or not. No, I'm pretty sure he's not. I did like this scene because up until this point, they've only been talking about danger. And they did really well feeling like making the audience feel like there was danger. But you're kind of with Thomas. Like, is this for real? Yeah, like, are like, you guys just really, really yeah. I don't understand. And I feel like this just really brought it home to the audience and to Thomas that, oh, yeah. <laughs> they, it really will kill you, you know? Mm-hmm. I think this was a cool, this was really good blocking. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but there's the kid in the back. And he's working on his, his little carving thing that they bring in later. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, he's, I didn't just, that. he's just there to kind of provide another point of view to the audience, even though he doesn't say anything. It's just really good blocking to fill the screen. So it's not like Thomas is always alone with Al- alone with Albie. Yeah. 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 It's like it's not a three shot, though. Like he's not a character in the scene. He's just in the background. In the background. And here's where we're like, oh, something bad. <laughs> so th- this scene here, um, I was reading about that the director said that um, this day got rained out. And so they had only six hours to shoot. Oh, and they got 39 setups in this scene in six hours. Oh, man. They sound like us. Like I know. I know. Just Keep like, moving. Go fast. Get it done. They they did have three cameras though. <coughs> well, that makes Which life helps. easier. There's a lot of really cool shots. Yeah, there. and there's just a lot of coverage. Mm-hmm. Like you don't ever feel like they were piecing together things. You know, mm-hmm. from coverage. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's from a makeup perspective, like there's there's some really cool stuff in here, but there's not a lot. Like mm-hmm. and there's not much needed because they're 
rolling around in the dirt anyway, you know, so they're, it's, it's cool that everything looks really natural. Um, and when they're looking in the maze like that, like when, when you see inside the maze, none of that is ever real. It only goes back like about 10 feet and then there's a blue screen there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I did like this scene. This is sad. I find it's, yeah. It's sad that they have their custom. Yeah. Like, this happened. Right. And so they, you know, they developed their own rule for what you're supposed to do. And, you know, like, they all know it, but he also knows it, too. Mm -hmm. You know? And so for him, like, he knows. It's sad that he knows what's happening to him. Yeah. I feel like this is one of the scenes that kind of shows off I'll be a little bit more mm-hmm. in that you know that he is the leader, so he's probably the most effective. He knows that he had to do that. Yeah, but he's probably the one who came up with it in yeah. the first place, you know? Right. Yeah, this is totally I'll be seen. <laughs> <laughs> Something I didn't really understand was like. <clears throat> spoiler alert, when Albie is kind of, like, taken out from the chain of command, mm-hmm. you know, which is a series of events, but, um, like, what is what is the chain of command? Like, why? Well, they established that. No, they didn't establish why certain people were more in charge than others. I well, mean, there's they, obviously you, Newt and... Um, when you first see Newt, he says, I, I'm the guy in charge when Albie's gone or something. I don't... Yeah, they say that, that when you first introdu- uh, get introduced him. Look, it's a chisel. <laughs> yeah. They only use the chisel to cross out names. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I, I don't know. It's pretty clear that Newt and what's Will Poulter's name? in the movie? Gally. 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 Yeah, Newt and Gally are the seconds, but, but just they... by their nature, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's weird because Galley feels like kind of head of security type of person. Yeah. But I'm, I don't I don't ever see him being head of security. Except for when he... He's kind of like the policeman, actually. <laughs> like, Oldles is Thomas. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the part that works the least about this movie is all of Thomas's memories. Well, that's it, because it's tied to the end. Okay. Maybe that's why... It makes, it does make you curious, like, what's going on, but I always felt like they were interrupting. I was like, get back to the glade. I like all those characters. <laughs> Go back to the glade. You're YA. Oh, no, so. not a girl. That was my reaction. Yeah. Like, not a girl. <laughs> no way. Yeah. But I think it's interesting that you start seeing in his memories the people in the glade, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that was Albie a little while ago. That was him. And startled awake. Without any sleep face. <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> and it wasn't clear in showing that Albie was that that was Albie. Like Oh, that was Albie? Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. They only they name check it later, but they don't it's it's hard to see it. Mm, yeah. There. Oh wait. Yes, they say why would Albie go into the maze? Things are different now. Oh, that's one of my... I, I hate that line. Any any movie. 
things are different, different now. now. Yeah, because then you go, why? Like, no one <laughs> why is it different? You obviously have traditions for banishing people. I guess they didn't, hadn't seen the zombie curse thing before. Hmm? No, they, no, they've well, seen they have. It. Okay. Yeah. They called it the changing. They had words for it and everything. Oh, I missed that part. It's what happens <laughs> when you get stung. Like that's what that's what Albion. But uh, what I find is weird is how do they get stung? Because they say that no one's ever lived to see a griever, but grievers are the only ones that have stung people. So. Well, well, I wonder if it's if it's more like nobody's ever gotten because they said they couldn't get any words out of him, so no one's ever told them what a griever looks like. <laughs> So he got stung by a griever, but he couldn't say anything. Um, ben, in the last scene, they were saying that he couldn't. Well, they couldn't. They were getting words, but they just couldn't understand him. I, I would have liked to see <coughs> Newt and Albie especially being more careful with Thomas in the beginning. You know, he's kind of telling Albie's backstory a little bit here. Mm -hmm. That, in my mind, it probably came to a point where there were two people vying to be in charge. Mm. And, and that's a story that they don't like to tell. Yeah, but it seems like Newt would have been a big part of that. And so, like, I wanted to see oh, that yeah. when someone new comes up, they're, they work very hard to say, this is the way things are, and you're just going to go with it. Yeah. And they have enough people who are going with it that it works to just fall in line. Mm -hmm. But when there were less people, it could have easily been there were two whole groups who disagreed and who wanted to be in charge. And But then again, like, I can see it working... Not that way, you know. Like Newt was just explaining in the last scene that that Albie Albie was that way from the beginning. Mm -hmm. That he realized that the most important thing is that they have each other. Yeah. And so if he had fostered that environment, and you know, as more and more people came, if he was the first one, then he could have totally established by himself that this is the way things are. Unless I somebody just as characterly strong. As Thomas wanted to be in charge. Oh yeah, but they're basically. I don't think. I think they're saying that that's never happened. Like, hmm. I, I think, like that. I think that this movie is about that happening. It makes. But it's weird. It's because weird because it's not it's, Thomas it's, against Albie. But it's it's more weird because it's been so long. This was a cool scene. Yeah. I really like this. I like that they're all under the rain and Thomas saying. I'm getting scared, basically, and like the, they're not knew it was like, oh, they're going to make it, and then they're all waiting there. Something's wrong. I don't get why they didn't run in and help, like, right here. Because the closing doors and squishing and rules. But they would have made it. They would have made it. One thing I don't like that's inconsistent is the speed of the doors closing. Like, well, it's just the speed in the sh in the shot. But cases. no, I like, mean, because they have to show so many shots. That, but then when he runs through right here, mm -hmm. it should crush him <laughs> if you look at the shots. <laughs> but he makes it through, like right here. There, Rick should crush him right there, and then he keeps going and going and going, and then there, like the 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 walls do slow down. <laughs> It's, it's a movie thing. <laughs> I liked how that happened. You know, like yeah. his his choice to do that. You know, like you waited until the last minute to do it. And then and then you're in there and he's like, <coughs> you just killed yourself. Congratulations. You know. Yeah. Like you can tell that uh, was named Miho. Yeah. Um, already gave up, you know. Mm -hmm. And you 
but you're still like with Thomas and his optimism. Like, yeah, he'll <laughs> be <know>, fine. <laughs> what, what you were saying about uh, Albie being the leader and how people would like respect him or something, I feel like their connection, Miho and Albie, didn't come across like why would he be dragging him out? Oh, um, yeah, because he was already stung. Yeah. Why would he be dragging him out? You know, that didn't make a little sense. Or didn't make as much sense. Well, didn't they set up a little bit that there is, they do have a cure for being stung if you catch it early enough? I thought, I remembered that. No. No? no? They say there's no cure. Okay. I, Not yet, at least. I agree. Like, if, if Albie was, like, the hope and the, you know, the the core of the group basically mm-hmm. seems like Miho would have a lot more emotion because that for him that was like a last ditch attempt and it failed and you know if I would feel like he would, he would be in a lot more despair right. acting wise Albie's dead and we're gonna die and well the thing is Albie's not dead that like that was not clear that Albie is still alive but no, but he's as good as but dead. He, yeah, they say he's as good as dead. You know, like the circumstances of the movie. So for Miho to be dragging him when he's already as good as dead means yeah. that shows how much he did care about Albie, that he was like, I got to get back to the Glade, but that it failed. Like, I felt like there needed to be emotion right. there. That it. Yeah, that's what I was... There was something that didn't quite come across because Thomas is taking over the scene. And then... <laughs> and then Thomas, get out of the scene! And then <laughs> where he just leaves them. Miho just kind of leaves him. <clears throat> like that that doesn't quite make as much sense to me. Yeah. We're already dead. We're already dead. He just keeps saying that. But I like how Miho's like giving Thomas <coughs> like, okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> and you're like going along with it. Yeah, like everyone in the Glade is very focused on teamwork. Yeah. And I do like that. Miho's like willing to give it a shot up until a certain point. We're just gonna hang him here. <coughs> yeah. I did like all of the lead up up to Thomas's choice to run through the wall there as it was closing. Like you really felt that was earned. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you like Albie and you're with Thomas and like I wanna know what's out there. Mm-hmm. And You felt like it was brave but stupid, which is what everyone keeps saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was brave or stupid. <laughs> Mostly stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this moment of him leaving. Mm-hmm. Like, I, eh, it didn't seem consistent with Miho's character. Absolutely. Mainly because you haven't really seen his character. I feel like you, like you really can explain it away. Oh, yeah, you can explain it away, but like yeah. in an otherwise pretty solid, you know, character setup like there was actually no setup for Miho at all well this is Miho's setup that he runs well I, <clears throat> that's what I mean but it's explainable he's a runner so that probably means it's like ingrained in him you hear mm-hmm. a griever you run yeah and so well and he's been in there all day already yeah and he I, you know he's already had like a really traumatic day I totally expected the griever to like jump through the bushes again yeah. for that to be a jump scare I think it's interesting that as you're as Thomas is through the bushes, you you see that it's a mechanical leg. 
It, yeah. I, I thought it was actually kind of weird that they didn't, the characters didn't acknowledge that they were um, mechanical cyborg and, yeah. creatures. Well, because... no one's ever seen one. Yeah, but this, like. It does not make. Right. That's a fall through there. But like you can see it's obviously a mechanical thing. Like is that a fault in their memory that they don't say that? Or they're <laughs> just like, well, of course creatures are both. I don't it, it's inconsistent like or not inconsistent but unexplained about how much they remember cuz like uh-huh. like how how do they remember anything of the past? Oh, that stuff's yeah. gross. Yeah. I want to know what that is. Cool she shot. loves shots. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool and shot. Then, oh, it's totally she And then the drip on the shoulder is like, <laughs> you know, there was some PA just off camera, props, <laughs> props guy with a picture of goo just <laughs> dumping it on him. So, from what I read in the book, the Grievers are more snake-like. <laughs> I like spiders. These are like spider scorpions. Yeah, which I think are scarier. Yeah. Personally. It makes more sense in a maze. Yeah. Though I they're. Like, I really like how scary the Grievers actually are. Like. Yeah. Except it goes into what you're saying about the ending, Annie. Mm-hmm. Is that at the end they fight off three Grievers all at once, mm. and it it really like they're so overpowered in these scenes, but then at the end they are much less so. Yeah. I like Somehow. how. How this has so much intensity. Like, he's just running and not really caring about his safety that much, except for right there. Yeah. Like, like oh, he's I willing to just, like, leap, <laughs> leap a huge gap because of that. Mm-hmm. I, feel I, like, like, I like that they're a mix of organic and yeah. robotic. I feel like the creatures really hold up, which is... You mean visual effects? Right? Yeah, um, because they, they do... They're not hiding. You know how sometimes in movies they're like, the they hide the creature in the light, to make it easier. You mean in the shadows? Or, yeah, in the shadows to make the, to make it work better. Yeah. And I feel like even though we're in the shadows, we're seeing the full creature, and it still totally works. It's funny they they don't hold up as much in the daylight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a jump scare there, even without audio? A little bit. It's <laughs> like, I, I, I think it's these action scenes are so well paced. You know, if you think about it, it's actually hard to make something like this well paced because they're just running. There's no fighting back. There's no arc to it. You know, mm-hmm. they're just but they still running. Have arcs. But the, it does still have an arc, and it's still really interesting. And it's very fast paced and very intense, and so it's just really well done. Yeah. Chase scenes. And here's where you tell Thomas has an idea. And Thomas is smart. <laughs> or stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was either really brave or really stupid. Mostly stupid. Where you also find out that grievers are squishy. <laughs> this this scene was cool that they ended it like this. I don't know. Sometimes like, I feel like that's really cheap filmmaking where I'm like and pause for commercial. <laughs> well, the thing is, but later it cuts in, out a lot of time. And then later in the movie, they actually show one getting squished. Yeah, I think it's cool that they showed that all those characters were like still Hopeful. had a hope I that know. they would be okay. 
even though they know that they're probably not. More specifically, what's his character's name? Newt? No. Chuck? Chuck, yeah. (laughs) Um, More specifically, Chuck. Like, you feel like Chuck really, really, really wanted them to be okay. And that was interesting that Chuck wasn't the one that saw them first. Yeah, I thought that was really It was the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's so happy. You saw a griever? Oh, man. Though this patch of dialogue, oh. I was like, oh, okay. He didn't just see it. He killed, killed it. He totally I, killed I it. I feel dude. like it's a little earned, though. Yeah, it's it's mostly it earned, but still, like, totally it's just, YA. It's just a, yeah, it's such a, a trope of young adult. Things are changing. changing. Again. Again. What? I no do, way. I do like these, this... I do like these. Because he's right. He did break the rules. Mm-hmm. Like, it may have turned out for the better, but he also did break the rules. You have to wonder how much psych- psychological stuff whoever designed the Glade knew. I mean, uh-huh. not talking about the story, talking about the characters. Like, this idea that they need a place to meet and gather. And, like, you could just do that by the campfire. But, no, they built a place, which actually is a really smart move psychologically for all of that because it adds an air of formality and right. we're going to make decisions. It's official. And, like, like, it's a really smart idea to organize it that way. But did they actually think about that? Or were they just like, hey, it'd be cool if we had a meeting place? I know. <laughs> it's it's like. I thought Albie built it. Like, this wasn't. Like, it, they built everything. That's what I mean. Did Albie think of that? Or were th- all the boys just like, it would be cool if we had a place to meet and talk about stuff? Well, because I bet you they wanted somewhere out of the rain. Oh, that's true. Like, <laughs> the thing is, they seem to have some sort of concept of society rules and, and society. Like, like, how much do they remember is my problem. Like, that's never explained. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's brave or stupid. <laughs> I like the scene of- We need more of it. Oh, <laughs> it's such a YA thing. I feel like that didn't fit Miho very well because so far he's been such a stoic character. Right. That <laughs> I love that moment. Um, Chuck tries to start a Thomas Thomas chant, <laughs> and no one else joins in. Nobody does it. I thought that was great. I really like Newt in this scene. This is the scene that you see Newt being a leader. Mm, not, not yet. Not really. He's just kind of just yeah. standing there watching. I've, yeah. Miho was so stoic up until this point for him to be just glowing with praise for Thomas felt a little, a little out of character. I like the scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, I why did is too. the box here? <laughs> and then the first thing. You, what do you see? Uh, and, and they were saying that. It's, it's a girl. <laughs> they were saying this is, was her first scene to shoot. <laughs> You know, they probably had a really, like, similar vibe as this scene actually going. Because I was, like, they went through basic training all together mm-hmm. in that clearing. They were there for, like, a month beforehand. Yeah. Like, totally bonding and bro time and all of that. And then she comes in. Unless she was there. She's the last one ever. Good is that thing a they sent a note so that they know, you is, know. Yeah. Is that the right way to structure that sentence? Like, saying no. that seems weird. <laughs> 
I like how many like awake starts they have. There's so what many. I'm, what I'm really happy about oh, in this scene. Like a, oh, that's hard to act. Is was, in the book. That was okay. She and Michael, or she and Thomas can communicate with their minds. What? Yeah, in the no. book. No. Yeah. They have oh. minor <laughs> I'm sorry. Telepathy I'm with sorry to everyone who likes the book. I'm sorry. I like how she says, like, Thomas, and um, what's his name? Galley. Galley goes, Go. like, Ugh. <laughs> I really am starting to not like, like this Thomas. Thomas guy. I knew he was special in a bad way. <laughs> <clears throat> And I like how <laughs> I like how Newt was like, "What's wrong with her?" And the medic guy is like, "Hey, dude, like, I got my job the same way you did. You did. I don't know yeah. anything. <laughs> I just bandage people." <laughs> I think that was a really good way to hang a lantern on, like, you, you know how, like, in some movies, they're like suddenly good at being a medic, yeah, or suddenly good at doing this. Nope, we had a little glitch there. I like how Newt's so nonchalant. We'll just wait, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he, Newt always seems to be, like, serious, but not in a big hurry. Yeah. But he takes it seriously, but he's not stressed out about it. Yeah. Lens flare. <laughs> 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 Not nailed focus for a second there. I like this shot. <clears throat> it's just a really well shot movie. Yeah. Like, you don't really notice it. It's not, like, award-winning cinematography, but it's really solid. <clears throat> it's just really pretty. I thought it was interesting. Like, I wouldn't have, like, the thought progression from the scene to the, to from the last scene to this scene was, like, Thomas is there, and he's, like, we need more information. And so the first thing he says is, well, let's go back to the griever. Like, that's a really interesting thought progression mm -hmm. that I didn't really catch until they're talking about it. And then we realize, well, Thomas has been thinking about this for, like, multiple scenes. Yeah, he's going beyond. I like this point is when he starts going beyond what everyone else has already done. Yeah. Because it would have felt really dumb if he was doing things already that nobody else had ever tried. Like, it would make everyone else feel really dumb. Yeah. Like, seriously, you never went out into the maze. Yeah. You never tried to go over the wall, you know? But that he's only just now, we're well into the second act here. And... Those ferns in the background did not look good. <laughs> I'm being picky about my foliage. <laughs> <laughs> They look fake. <laughs> I, I really do like the, the theme of teamwork in mm -hmm. this movie. It's so what, refreshing to a lot of YA stuff. It did feel weird that Miho said all the other runners quit. And they were just there sitting sitting around not doing anything. Like that that felt like Especially it felt since, weird. Especially like, since because of that teamwork thing, you know, like Albie's rule is you do your part. Mm -hmm. And so like the other runners quit is like... Well, nobody quit. Like, <laughs> you can't quit. You're not getting right. paid. Ew. <laughs> Some set designer had a fun time. Mm -hmm. And this is where I was like, why don't they, like, why don't they talk about that it's animal and mechanical? Like, why did no one mention that? 
Yeah. It's part of their memory loss. Like, do they expect that kind of thing? Yeah. Do they find random metal bits in their goats when they eat them? (laughs) I think it's interesting that all of these guys came with them, but they're all like, whoa, what are you doing? Why are you touching it? And I'm like, well... Obviously. Well, the thing is, they've probably never been in the maze, and they're still kind of... Yeah, but why did they go if they weren't aware that they were going to, like, dissect it? Like, because that's what they were talking about. <laughs> we don't know what Miho told them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose. <laughs> he just said, let's go. <clears throat> I I feel like there, maybe in the book all of the runners quit for a more explained uh, reason. reason. Yeah, <clears throat> but I feel like in the movie... I don't know if this is why they did it, but it puts Thomas and Miho at the advantage that they are obviously the daredevils in this group. And so it makes sense for, you know, where Miho is just sticking his arm in the wall. Yeah. It makes sense for him to do that because. Well, yeah. No, to me, it doesn't. Used... Like, what I've seen of Miho, I don't get that he's a daredevil. Yeah, like, why is Thomas staying back? Like, why is Miho doing this? I Like, I, w- I expected Thomas to do this. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I like that Miho is now, like, obviously on his side and, like, this dude makes sense. Yeah. But, um, that... but still, I expected Thomas to be doing this because it was his idea. Mm-hmm. This like, looks why to- is he standing in the background? Totally gross. But I feel like that's, that's also been set up, uh, well, I don't know. Up until this point, Thomas has been very, I'm just standing back and watching. Until he went through, um... What do you call it? The gate? The wall? Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't know. Entered the maze. I, I feel like he's still, we're still finding out how aggressive and active and, um, you know, moving forward, how, yeah, but how much I he guess, moves things forward. I guess I like, I would have been fine with him not taking the lead in that scene, but still he was like a little too, like, I'm just going to watch you do this. Mm-hmm. And here you see what he's been thinking about this whole time. Who? Thomas. Right. Thomas? Like, oh, yeah. He starts telling them what yeah. he's been thinking. Frustrated with how Galley's been running things. See, I feel like because Galley puts such importance on the rules, they must have been tested at some point right. mm-hmm. where things went bad. And they had to set some real specific rules on how it and was going to go. And it was Gally and Albie and Newt who yes. did that. Yeah. yeah. Man, I want to see a three movie with them <laughs> as know. the main characters. <laughs> I think that would like be Lord awesome. Like Lord of the Flies. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I feel like. like. The director said Lord of the Flies, but there's not enough of it in here. Mm-hmm. Because well, they're Lord all of, so respectful. Lord of the Flies is the opposite of teamwork, though. I know. Yeah. And I like, I like, I mean, Gally is the only one who's like, yeah, that's stupid. But, mm-hmm. like, you feel like Newt was trying to be... Diplomatic. Diplomatic, you know, like, yes, you broke the rules. You do our standard punishment for breaking the rules. But, but what, we still... You, you were know, right. You were right. What yeah. doesn't make sense is going in the hole for a night. Like, that that just means a different place to sleep. I don't. I don't get That's the true. punishment. That's true. He should have been in there for a day. In the book, he was. <laughs> yeah. At least according to the trivia, so that makes a little more sense. But what a lovely cleared path they have to their secret 
building. And it doesn't look lit inside at all. And then they walk in and it's nicely lit. <laughs> and I built this all by myself. Well, not by myself. <laughs> Albie knew about all this. I guess, all, yeah. This is like the runner's place. Oops. That's a cool. That was so cool. Cool thing that someone built. Yeah. I'm wondering who took the time to cut and glue all of those sticks mm -hmm. together. Some prop guy. Some prop. Some set designer. Well, was PA. it one of the runners in the story I'm talking oh, about? Oh, in the story. <laughs> yeah. Who has time for that? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of when you start feeling like Miho, like, is not. Like he's like we're finally understanding Miho mm -hmm. and like how how much he understands when we didn't realize that before. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know when I watched this for the first time. <coughs> I I really liked this like plot twist sort of that they have the whole maze mapped out and they've just kind of they're just going out to give everyone else hope kind of. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just running around looking at the same stuff. Yeah. Hoping to find something. Yeah, and again, it's it's it doesn't fall into the trap of making Thomas, making everyone else stupid so that right. Thomas looks smart. It, right. It really just shows how much they've been putting into trying to get out, and it looks like they put a lot of effort into it, that they have all of this information. Yeah. And that everyone else mm -hmm. really is as smart as Thomas. He's just coming at it. From a new angle. Yeah. And I feel like Gally and Newt especially are just kind of stuck. If they've been there kind of some of the longest. Yeah. They've been there. Um, they're kind of stuck in <laughs> what they've always done as well. I like this part. It's the girl. Is she awake? Oh, yeah. This scene was awesome. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> Girls are <We're> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love this I love part. how helpless they all look. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't think she likes us. <laughs> she, I throwing, know. she throwing rocks? Or potatoes or something. She stopped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look how Gally's like, she hit me. <laughs> I'm a big dude. She hit me. <laughs> oh, he don't like that. Yeah, Gally doesn't like that. I really like Gally, actually, for being Thomas's antagonist. I, I really do like him because... Yeah. He's right. He's right, too. Right. And it's how a, you should see the villain's perspective. He's for not a, good a villain, villain, though. He's an antagonist. There's a well, difference. yeah. Okay. Uh, for as much as I liked having the plot twist of, like, <laughs> the last one and it's a girl and, like, the difference of all that and this scene, I remember... After they kind of introduce her, it kind of goes downhill a little bit, doesn't it? Well, she doesn't really do anything. Yeah, it's like, yeah. it seemed like there should be more yeah, or something. I was bummed about that. I was Her introduction here was so fun and so cool that you expect her to do more. And I thought it was funny, like, I'll be introduced... Thomas to the world, and now, like, just a few days later, <laughs> Thomas is introducing someone new to the world. Like, it's always interesting to hear something 
said again. You know, like he's basically saying all the same things. Must have been hard to hold out the knife for that whole sequence. Yeah. I'm really glad. (laughs) I'm really glad they don't have telepathy. Is she coming down? And she's like, I'm not coming down. Like that. Something about else about what they remember is like that's a really well built structure. And it looks really solidly built. Mm-hmm. Like, how did they figure that out? Well, that's how the builders <laughs> got started. That girl is cry cry. Hey. <laughs> I... I guess the reason that we feel like Teresa isn't really like a great character is because she's connected again to the end. You know, like she and Thomas's dreams are what's you know weird about this movie when everything else about this movie works mm-hmm. and i like that they're talking about galley you know they're both recognizing that he he's legitimately concerned yeah and he is concerning them and then this is the first time that thomas talks about his dreams and like it makes me wonder like did Thomas talk to anyone else about his dreams or like did he ever I don't ask if anybody else had those dreams like that they never talked odd. about it yeah I from the, the film I would say no that he never did talk about it which is odd because he's had so many questions mm-hmm Like, why did he feel like that needed to be a secret? Well, well, he just, he did just say there that he thought they were just dreams. Like, he didn't think about them very much. Yeah. I mean, and that that still doesn't make sense. Like, it seems like he would casually mention them. Oh, yeah, the weird dreams, you know, and stuff. Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, wait, what weird dreams? If he's the only one, like, I don't actually, they don't actually set up here if they're the only ones who, like, know that. I don't know, they just said... She asked if anyone else remembers anything, and he's like, no. Hmm. And then this is a major plot point that they're introducing here. And show the wicked. Show wicked mm-hmm. on every mm-hmm. prop. <laughs> what if we were sent here for a reason? Another line that I'm just like, uh, uh. So where did those vials come from? I didn't see. She said that they were in her pocket. Oh. So they sent, they sent them with her. He's already dying. Look at I like. And I like the I, news. I like, like the conversation here. I like news. Like, eh, yep. <laughs> what if it kills him? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I really like this scene. It's very well done. He's like, okay. I'm wondering why it. the doctor, the med, do it. the the med kid is not. Yeah. Doing it. Like, how does Thomas know how to do anything? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Thomas is like, help, help. She, she really stabs him with a needle here. Like, <laughs> boom. Now that killed him. <laughs> I see. I like that scene mm-hmm. better than just like if Thomas had like carefully placed it and then done it. And then they're like, now what? <laughs> you know, it just it the arc of the scene just got so much more tense and exciting. 
Dun dun da, Galley. And Galley's like, oh yeah, the important thing, Thomas needs his punishment. I like that they followed through with it. Yeah. And didn't argue, like, they did recognize that. Yeah. Again, what? no rebellion. I, oh, it's so nice and refreshing. I'm going to go, hey, what's wrong? <coughs> Although, I just noticed that he called, uh, Gally called, called Thomas Greenie, mm-hmm. but she's the Greenie. Mm-hmm. So, I was He's wondering. being insulting. I know, but, like, wouldn't they be confused? Like, wait, which one are you talking to? I like I that they have. anyone has ever called the girl Greenie. They don't want to. I like that they had this conversation right here. Thomas just said, hey, man, what's your problem with me? But not in like a, hey, man, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was just like, what did I what did I do to offend you? Kind of, you know, just a question. And they're actually talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's something that a lot of movies really miss. Like, you obviously see that there's some sort of tension between the two characters, but you they don't talk about it. It's just like this some random reason that we mm-hmm. have tension. And, but Galley just told him why he is I also like that it wasn't a direct confrontation either. Yeah. That you can have conflict without confrontation. And it's a really good tension builder, as you were saying. <laughs> and then there's Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't supposed to have food. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I like how grateful Thomas is, you know. And this is where you know. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) He's going to (laughs) die. It's fine to have, like, trinkets and stuff for your parents or your significant other. Just never show them to anyone else. (laughs) Then you're going to die. die. We'll die. (laughs) I thought this was interesting that they were they were bringing up that they don't remember their parents, they don't remember family, but Chuck is the kind of person who has time to wonder about it. Yeah, like has I feel time like nobody else in our main cast here does. Yeah, and not just wonder about it, but really like long for it. Like it's something that <coughs> he really wants and like subconsciously really misses, or even more than subconsciously. You know, he doesn't remember them but he misses them in his soul. And, you know, that's that's an aspect that that, he, that character brings to the movie, whereas none of the other characters do. Mm-hmm. And I like the little... Oh, yeah, uh, he's going to die. The little... <laughs> <laughs> I like the little twist on the classic thing here where he gives it back. Like, that doesn't usually happen. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just that's a moment that that doesn't usually happen. But it's all, I mean, this is mostly just set up for the ending. Yeah, he's really going to die. Even with with Chuck dying, I don't understand their connection. Like, this isn't enough for how Thomas reacts when Chuck dies. I don't know. 
because the audience feels the same when Chuck dies. It's just so sad because Chuck. I didn't. I didn't feel the same. Oh, I felt. He really was like sad. the most expected person to die. Well, that doesn't mean it's not sad. See, look, they have several holes. That means at one time there must have been enough people rebelling that they had to lock them up separately. You know, mm -hmm. stuff like that where there's got to be history behind that, but they never reference it. Where, where does he get product for his hair? Does, oh, I no, he uses... this way. No, he uses, the, he uses the saliva from the Grievers. Oh, Puts yeah. in his hair and sticks it up. <laughs> so, I never use and see them using their packs. I know, what's in there? Except oh, for Except Miho, for he has yeah, the... Yeah, they're about to use Miho's pack. Yeah, because he's carrying the little but tracker. But I think it's just like food and water, right? And knives. They have knives on them. Uh, no, only Miho has knife. Has a knife. Uh, no, Thomas has a couple right, couple throwing knives right on his chest, oh. I think. Or at least Ben did. You have to think harness. that their auditions was just like, what do you look like when you run? They actually didn't. Really? That was something I was reading. They didn't really audition the action stuff as much. Huh. So all of this is blue screen. Yeah, they they were they were on this it. big concrete parking lot, kind of like a, a Packwood. Mm. You know, it looked like that, the flat. How did stuff. they get all the shadows and stuff? Fake it. Wow. Yeah. Dun dun dun. I like that suddenly, like after Miho told Thomas like what was really out there, like suddenly the maze doesn't seem quite as mazy. Like mm -hmm. you're you realize that Miho actually knows where he is dun 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 bloody clothes why did i i wonder why they brought this back was it just to remind them how dangerous it was or like there's not really a reason i mean it is a payoff because you know of the runner that they sent in there but like did they need that oh they needed to pause that's why oh i see they needed something to pause at <laughs> see the only time they use the pack and it was nice to have that payoff because then you would have been left wondering, so what happened to the guy they pushed into <laughs> the maze? Like, Well, I mean, we know he died. Yeah, but it's nice to confirm it. I guess. But it's a YA Grievers novel. No them? one's dead until you see them dead. Or they're bloody close. <laughs> <laughs> do the Grievers eat them? Or do they just take them back? We don't know. I do like these big metal door things and how they're used later on. They're really cool idea. Okay, so now Thomas is taking the lead, and Miho is the one who looks more cautious. They're, they're switching here. That's a cool shot right there. Poster! It looks kind of video gamey though, yeah. like you can tell. I mean, it's a creepy shot, like it looks slightly scary. This one especially looks cool for being totally on mm -hmm. blue screen. The lighting looks right. Yeah. Clicking continues. It's interesting reading the subtitles. subtitles. <laughs> Clicking. Clicking continues. Oh, there's the wicked thing there's again. again. I think it's interesting. I'm not sure if I like how much they don't talk about wicked, like because it's on everything. What I, don't I know, like, it seems like some of their terminology would actually come from, from that, or they would incorporate it somehow, yeah. or... Um, what, what I 
something that is a thing in all these movies, these kind of movies. I mean, less so in the Hunger Games, but if the world is a dystopian, you know, is dystopian, a post-apocalyptic kind of thing, how do they get the resources to build this? <laughs> well, that was before. <laughs> Come on, City of Ember, anybody? What? The City of Ember, they build an entire underground city. Yeah. Before um, the world went post-apocalyptic because they knew it was going to happen. Oh, but that's not how it happened with this. Yeah. yeah. And the, I was also reading in the book, um, this whole thing is actually underground. Like, they don't see the sky. It's a fake sky and everything. Oh. Oh. It's like a dome sort yeah. of thing? They're un underground. Mm. That sounds like it would be less believable character-wise. Again, it's just a really well-shot movie, you know? Like, you know what's going on. Yeah. Who shot it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Thomas is like, am I alive? <laughs> Did it hurt me? Like, do they know what a laser is? Apparently not. <laughs> Run. Run like the wind. Run. And don't throw it. Okay. <laughs> Some of it is just like <laughs> I I like this moment here when they're running from all the stuff. Like this this is one of my favorite action sequences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my when they have to start running laterally to get through the Where they get separated. Yeah. And there were no doors there on this shot here. Oh those are all added in. They had a few tracking markers. They did have some references for this shot. This is my favorite part of the sequence yeah. here. Oh, come on, boy, run! And then how he just kind of throws himself. Yeah. The sound here is really, really good. <laughs> yeah, see it there. That was a really great, like, action scene. Yeah. yeah. Building, 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 building. Building, building, building. Payoff, yeah. Yeah. And But they still have to keep going. You know? And then this is pretty scary looking. Whoa, those things just fly up. Hammer time. Part of me is like, I don't understand why all this And look, happened. they ran sideways. <laughs> they didn't just run straight away from it. <laughs> yeah, part of me doesn't understand why all this destruction is happening. Like, Yeah. Even now, after you've seen yeah. it, yeah. Like, it's cool, and in the moment you're just like, run, 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 run. Why is but this like, happening? Yeah, but why... Why is this happening? Oh, and I like this. Like Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. And then now this one should be. But they have to get them. up on it and then crawl. Hey, oh, oh, dead, oh. dead. Oh yeah. There was a change in distance there. <sighs> we alive. <laughs> this is a cool shot. <laughs> I like that. I kind of like that. Miho is the one who tells everybody what's going on, and it's not Thomas being like, "Yeah, we found somewhere new," and like, "I did all these things." <laughs> yeah, I, that probably is what sold the movie the most for me. Is that Thomas is not your ordinary protagonist, and that you would see in a YA novel. I feel like. I think that's interesting that he just pointed out that Thomas has been there for three days, and that everyone else has been there for three years. <laughs> or that that he's been there for three years. And, you know, even though Miho's the one who's telling what they did, 
uh, what's his name? Galley. Galley's like, um, Galley's like, it's Thomas's fault. <laughs> it's all Thomas. I didn't like the blocking in this scene as much. Like, again, if everyone loves Albie as much as it seems, I feel like they would either they would be way more tentative coming in and like, is he okay? Or they would be all crowding around him. And it's kind of neither in this scene. You know, they're all like hanging back, but they're comfortable. I felt like the blocking was odd in this one. Why is why is Thomas? Because again, if Albie is loved by everyone and especially Newton Galley are his right hand guys, it's kinda like why aren't they Yeah there? You know. I mean they're there, but they're not And also they say that we're ne- we are not gonna leave him alone and then they proceed to all leave <laughs> in just a bit. Oh, this was an interesting moment. Albie said he remembers and then he said he remembers Thomas and then he said they were you were always his, their favorite. And then, you know, that's like another nail in the coffin of Dally's <laughs> jealousy here. <clears throat> this is about they all leave him. Uh this is about the point where I felt the movie started kind of falling apart. I mean, you don't sense it here, but looking back they have to start answering questions. Like the mm-hmm. movie has just piled up a huge list of questions up to this point, and now they have to start answering them. No, they're still asking questions. Like, the, why aren't the doors closing? Like, they don't know what rule they broke. Mm-hmm. And But it's also like, <laughs> Galley is turning out to be right. Like, Thomas didn't know what he did, and now there's starting to be consequences. And they all know what those consequences are, and they're starting to see them happen. I like that it's like a handheld camera shot and you can just see it happening in the background, the doors opening. And it's really scary. Yeah. Yeah, you're keeping it from their point of view. Really. It is It is a little bit like, why did they not think those were doors already? Or something? Yeah, I, mean, like, yeah, I was unclear. Are they, are did they, they always know that there was just the one door or did they always know that well, there I, were four doors? I think doors? they never opened. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, it's it's different because they're all opening at night, but it Why? was kind of like four doors. They all look the same. Yeah, this is where Thomas really starts taking charge, and that's what I didn't like, like, about this. It's like now all of a sudden Thomas is in charge. Like, he's telling everyone what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are they trusting him? Because Albie just said, you know, some really disturbing things. Well, not everyone either heard him, and, but. And also they accept the girl way too quickly, I feel like. Sort of. Like, she's allowed to go stay with Albie all the time, and, mm. like, she's allowed in on all their high-level meetings. All this was really He's going to die. Yep. And Scorpion. <laughs> and <Ow>. <sighs> This stuff was really great. Yeah. Action-wise. It was really cool seeing all the B-roll for this scene. Seeing how well lit it actually is. <laughs> the B-roll is so bright. <laughs> oh, smart guy. Smart guy. Yeah, go in the metal cage. Galley is super smart. I like that. Again, it's just like... You don't make everyone... everyone smart. You don't make idiots. everyone dumb to show that Thomas is smart. Yeah. Ah. I like that they're actually going to help him. Yeah. Like, they're not saying, oh, you're on your own, man. Again, I just... I agree. I don't like Thomas taking charge immediately. Like, if he started taking charge here, that would have worked. But he immediately started taking charge. Mm-hmm. Thomas, what do we do? Yeah, see, like, that 
Mm-mm. Well, it kind of makes sense because he is known as someone who killed a griever, you know? Yeah, but, like, he didn't kill that him was a that way. <laughs> Man, I'm oh. looking at some of these shots where it's just, like, there's something way in the background. Oh, okay, nice. this actually holds up. The fire here really holds up for being old. Or, I mean, 2014. Like, it still looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, And Teresa, I was like, look hey, at look. the tracking in the scene. It racks, focuses to them, and then back to the monster. <laughs> On this, it's just like Teresa oh, just did something. So much, <laughs> so much rotoscoping. But it's not something just she could have done. That's why you don't feel rewarded by it. Anyone could have done that, and so it yeah. feels like they just gave it to Teresa, so she had something to do. But I like that she doesn't feel like warrior princessy mm-hmm. or like helpless maiden. You mm-hmm. know, like she's somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. She's not real. Very, yeah, she's real. <laughs> Again, so well shot. You know what's going on. You totally understand everything, even though it's, it's a little dark. bit dark and contrasty. But you still know what's going on. Yeah. Like, get nice reactions of everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't. This... I don't understand how that is holding off a griever. Like, it feels <laughs> like it would get through that very easy. Their builders are really good. So <laughs> I, I would definitely say this director excels at action. Like, yeah. yes, yeah. He knows where, how to move a camera. Yeah, and just pacing and action, reaction, action, reaction. He makes sure you get the characters in there. And, and the walking is pretty good, too. <laughs> he made sure he got the characters in there yeah. as well. It's not just straight action. And it's not just one character, either. You know, it's not all about Thomas in these scenes. And, and the Grievers are smart, too. <laughs> just just <coughs> there, the Griever, the Griever was being smart. Instead of just, like, dumb robot machine animal thing. This was one scene where I had trouble telling what was going on because it couldn't, it's pretty dark. So I couldn't see everyone's faces, and I was never sure, well, except Chuck, but I was never sure who got taken. This is where you're like, oh, okay, yeah, Chuck's going to die. Chuck's going to die. And Possibly. this is where he's going to die. But then I'll be. <laughs> but then I'll be. Ooh, stinger said bellowing in the bellowing in the subtitles yeah i like seeing albie like this like yeah. you get <clears throat> you it's like his last stand here mm-hmm. where he's yeah you do you, you see him as he really is yeah like, don't turn and then you're back. like no yep great pacing there though triumphant pause and <coughs> death get them out And this is where, like, like I would have liked to have Thomas kind of, like, starting to take over here mm-hmm. because he he has, like, a mandate from Albie now. Yeah. yeah. You know. <clears throat> Whereas before, it felt a little weird. And you I would have liked to... Everything we built. Uh, why Teresa? Come on. We, yeah. Teresa doesn't care about the Glade nearly as much as everyone else. Yeah. Um, like, why you got to Teresa? <laughs> Cut to Newt. Yeah. Newt would have been so much better to cut to there. Yeah. I like that where he just walks up and punches him. And you get why Gally is so mad. Right I there. know. They've mm-hmm. built this up the entire way. It's not just out of the blue. 
And this is where you're like, Thomas is thinking something. What is Thomas thinking? <laughs> oh. This looks really painful. Yeah. Like, I just don't jam it that hard. <laughs> and into your leg. I can just imagine it digging into the bone and then. <laughs> I like it. how it's everyone else holding Gally back. Mm-hmm. Ow. Ow. <laughs> Everyone's like, wait, what? And I like how Gally's like, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> what did you do? I thought I was fighting about something else. <laughs> okay, this is where it starts to fall apart because they have to start giving answers. And uh, I'm just not happy with their answers. And so. Well, I think, like you said, it's probably the book's fault. Yeah. It's the setup of the world. It's. Yeah. And even after the end of this movie, I was still going, I still don't get it. Right. Like, all of this, it looks like they were in training together or something, but you're not really sure what they were training for or if they were training or if they were working there or were they scientists or something or no, their experiments. Like It's like there's several possible explanations for what you see, and they aren't specific on which one it is. I wanted something to focus on. You know, it keeps showing the girl, and then it shows that older lady saying stuff, and then back to the girl, and it's like, there's too many people. And why is his head in her lap? That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) They actually look like brother and sister. Mm -hmm. Are they supposed to be? I don't know. Mm, I don't think so. I don't remember that part. I'm pretty sure they are closer to being friends, almost romantic interests. If I remember correctly. I like that they're just talking about banishing him. That They've already set that up. That was really good. You know and what that like, is. And yeah. you know how oh. hurtful that was for everyone. And I like how Thomas just said, well, he's right. He's been right. <laughs> you know. I did things. I, and here's when it's like the YA comes out and it's, it's the adults that made every, it that did everything to us kind of thing. Mm-hmm. This is where they give answers. Because so, they're giving facts, but not the why exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. it just leads to more questions. He said they're experimenting. Well, why were they experimenting? And what were they experimenting? This movie was made on a, a $34 million budget. Which is... It's quite low. Quite small, yeah. Okay. But they don't... I mean, the old lady is like the biggest actor biggest name actor really in the whole thing yeah hmm. i mean she was you know the one person that they got that's acting an actual star hmm. okay so thomas and Teresa were working as observers and scientists yeah. mm-hmm. that's i just it still does not explain to me as oh we're getting a little bit glitchy on the feed um so like does the second... I don't even remember the plot of the second movie. Like, does it explain why they were put in? I thought so. The second movie? Yeah. I feel like... I can't the, remember. I feel like a lot more is explained in the second movie about the first movie, but it's still like, well, it's why were you good. hiding that? Like, <laughs> like, these characters and this setup is so much more interesting than what's going on in the outside world. But you still have to kind of, like, know... 
Yeah. I don't, I do miss Newt's emotion on losing Albie. Yep. Feel, I feel like there's not enough here. Because again, I feel like there should be all this history there. If Newt is was Albie's second in command, there's a reason and there's history and they trusted each other and they loved each other and it's like, mm -hmm. but it's not there and it's not supported. And I'm like, I think that's why Albie falls through a little bit. I feel like Gally's connection with Albie is it's stronger than stronger. Newt's, yeah. That's where it falls through a little bit. Why is he, okay. <laughs> you, uh, what? I was like, why are they dragging him? Like. He didn't seem very sick or weak in the last scene. So. Do you remember why? Well, he punched him, or you know. No, oh. it's a it's a plot. Yeah. Oh. It's a, it's a <coughs> bruise. Oh. So why are they banishing her? <coughs> because she's it's with Thomas. <laughs> and she's different. She's, she's a girl. girl. See, we hear. See, we have yeah. someone taking in charge. People disagree. Now people have to take sides. This must have happened before. I think it's interesting that the color correction here is a little bit different. Like, it's much more desaturated than mm -hmm. before. Like, especially if you look at the grass. Uh, the there, grass was way more... less blue. There's a, a few other scenes that are like this when it's full sun like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's the scenes shot at, like, probably midday. Yeah. That are and like that. These look like they were shot, you know, midday, early afternoon. <laughs> you see, Gally's smart. <laughs> yeah. Why would you put him back in the maze? But at the same time, why would they invite a griever back to the clinic? I know. I like <laughs> Chuck creeping up. Totally. With all the Not equipment. suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that piece of hair, whatever she has in her hair, keeps bothering me. I'm just looking at the hair on the guy behind her. <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> <laughs> and Thomas is just like. Bleh. Bleh. And ow! Ooh! Yeah, I didn't remember that part. And ooh! <laughs> ooh. Here comes Chuck. We're, we're just here busy watching the movie yeah <laughs> uh, there's not much to say about this scene uh, it's, it's just really, it's really well good. set up it, all of this conflict it's not contrived you know they've mm -hmm. built it up this entire time i mean it's it's a cool moment but after watching the movie, you realize that they're just getting more people to for the grievers to kill off. Because everyone that joins them from here on dies in the next sequence. <laughs> Not all of them. There's a couple of them that don't. Is there? Oh. Yeah. But, you know, basically. <laughs> that dude dies. <laughs> if he got a close-up, he did. <laughs> no, I, I think that guy that just walked by had good enough hair that he could survive. <laughs> Here you kind of wonder, like, is this everyone in the glade, or where's everyone yeah, else? Yeah, I think this like, one's, this is everyone left. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't they have more beers? What about the beers? two guys that they knocked out? They don't get to choose. 
Look, it's interesting that everyone that's staying is older looking. Yeah, that guy on the far left does not look like a young man. Yeah. <laughs> that dude, oh, yeah. he totally looks yeah. like a model. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they decided to separate, you know? Like, yeah. That there wasn't... They didn't have Once Callie come. realized that his plan was kind of like not, not gonna happen, he was just like, "Well, you know, whatever, whatever." You made your choice. I like they didn't. I like that they didn't have a moment or in any time during the sequence they didn't show Chuck in the background, you know, lagging behind and, you know. He is moving to the rear. <laughs> he is, but they don't. They don't pull it out. And now they, he's in front again. It's, like, it's kind of. A, a cheap joke to go for and I'm glad they didn't do it. Yeah. It wasn't time for a cheap joke. And so here they they I mean they've set up a griever as being like almost impossible to to defeat. And now there's this sequence which breaks that for me. I'm not it, sure it, why she said stick with me. Like why like suddenly she's got superpowers or something. Well, they, well, they know that they were working on things, so oh. like, if anyone she, she's involved, it out, it's her. She's involved in something. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, but still. Yell and let the griever know you're coming. I like their like. Gallopy. Kinda, like gallopy. Oh, they're scorpions, not yeah. spiders. No, they're spider scorpions, but like they have to start by doing their like gallopy thing to get their tail in the air i was looking at uh behind the scenes and i think i'm not sure how much of the sequence but especially once they get into the hole and are using their spears um the the spears don't have points on them at all <laughs> the key i like ch- that chuck was the one that went after it yeah yeah like, oh an awesome slide and, then, and everything yeah. oh boy oh that's <laughs> creepy and now there's Some a second <coughs> griever, and this, then there's going to be a third one. This just doesn't hold up quite as well, <clears throat> yeah. CG-wise. Yeah, the But it's daytime. still not bad. Like, the intensity is still there. Yeah. You can sort of believe it. <coughs> it's just like this. Like, they should all be dead now. Like, they should be dead. How they've set it up before. Mm-hmm. <coughs> this this part like I don't know like it's good but it's not it's excessively not a, interesting it's like, not a solid action wise because they lose their awesome stunts the VFX doesn't hold as much there's no fire yeah. there's no awesome cinematography you still can tell everything that's happening and oh look random dude died but it's like yeah it's not as interesting and then they have to get through this gimmick here like we don't understand this. It's a code, like, eight numbers. And and then, you know, suddenly Thomas has figured it out. What's the sequence? You know, like like this feels gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why why would the people who put them in there do that? How does she know that she can touch it? Ooh. And Mijo almost Like died. he should be dead. But no. Like that. 
<laughs> he's just being gooed. And now this guy's going to die. Oh, he's, he's getting more goo for his hair. <laughs> oh. Oh, yep. oh, sad. He died. And dude with good hair is alive. It was really funny. On the behind the scenes, there was like four guys carrying him away on this big green screen <laughs> rig. It looked really funny. Complete. Yeah, see, that's really gimmicky. I don't like that. <coughs> Those things are full of goo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and here's where we're like, okay, new movie. Different movie. Different movie. That's a good shot. Yeah. What, what I do like about this scene, though, is that that very first shot is like... <laughs> Okay, now they all know they're in a different movie, too. Like, they're like, what are we doing in this movie? And, like, the first shot really opened up with, especially Newt's face was just like, um, okay, this is completely different from, like, our life for the last three years, you know? This was a cool shot. Just, I wonder how much of it was real. Like, how much of this is a real location? Mm-hmm. It feels like it's real. Like, I think they just... They did may find have extended some it. You can kind of see in the background. Particle collider or whatever. <laughs> oh, one of those. I I probably wasn't that. I don't think you that. can shoot in those. <laughs> no, it just it looks like the one in the Flash. Strategically placed smoke bombs in the background. Smoke to cookies. Add interest. Yeah. And I l- I love this moment. Oh, I. <laughs> Exit. <laughs> <laughs> Hang a lantern on it. Stereo yep, see point. the guy with the good hair survived. And there's a doorknob. How do they know how to use a doorknob? <coughs> how did she get a hair tie? I don't know. It was in her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> And this is, this is where you're like, okay, so... I do like this moment. Like, seeing a, a lab movie. with bullet holes everywhere and dead people everywhere. Like, that is kind of cool setup for something. Do they know what a gun is? I want them to pick it up. Like, <laughs> that would be really useful. Well, like, they moved it away. Oh. Yeah, so they know what a gun is. <laughs> it is kind of cool. You're like, oh, <clears throat> finally they're out. They're safe. And then you walk into this and you're like, okay, no. There's nobody to tell them what's going on. on. Yeah. So, all those people are alive, right? Um, I never felt like it was very clear. Yeah, it's not clear. Because they said, because what happened in there, you can see behind her. When she's giving the message. Mm-hmm. But supposedly I was reading that it actually plays twice. What? Look, let's look through the glass. Like, like, the whole situation like we did staged. before. Yeah. Or the characters. <laughs> well, I mean, she, because she survives, so you know it is staged. That was a nice touch. How does he though. know how to touch yeah, that? How does he know to touch that? Because like, he's been here he before. Remembers. Oh, right. Duh. World, World Catastrophe, Catastrophe Killzone Department. Wicked. Okay, I. That's such a dumb. That's a dumb name, name for that acronym. 
maze trials. Also done there. Is he in the background? I like the background stuff. That's cool. It's a way to give you information without being yeah. obvious about it. Ugh. All done for a reason. Another cliche line. Don't ever use that line. <laughs> but the sun has scorched our earth. Is that... And who edited like... in this footage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they, do they know what that was supposed to look like before all of the, it burned? Yeah, I think that... We called it the flare. That's that's a big pet peeve. Like, when they're having a... When they're watching a video that someone recorded for them before they died, there was no one there to edit in extra footage. Oh, yeah, shots like this are cool. Yeah. Like, that but makes like sense. How, but, like... Was she pushing buttons to insert them into her live stream? Yeah. Like, who they, prepared that? Or was there some intern that's just off screen that was, like, switching feeds? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> it doesn't really make sense. Uh, yeah, the lady just walked by in the background again. I watched it twice. <laughs> just to support what Matt's Okay, saying. this is the part where it falls apart for me. I'm like, what did the maze have to do with finding a cure? Right. What makes them different? What makes you oh, different? Okay, I have a whole rant on that one. <laughs> You're very important. Oh, I have uh, a whole rant on that one too. Ah, Your trials have only just begun. There are uh, four more sequels to get us more money. Okay. <laughs> I like that she says, as you can see, people don't always agree with it. While there's people, sh Shooting you know, people. murdering scientists in the background. <laughs> Remember, Wicked is good. <laughs> I like that he looks over and then... Oh, look. He looks over and sees that. Ta-da! At this point, you feel like it's natural for Thomas to take the lead. Like, it no longer feels like he's surplanting anyone. Yeah. And she is starting to fit in because she's hopefully also remembering this. Why is there a door opening? And then there's this bit here at the end. This little scene. Here. I it, I like that with the music and everything, it was set up like they were going to run through the door and then the <laughs> credits were going to roll. And then Out into like, a brave they even world. start to run. It's such a hero shot. I don't know what's going to happen. At this point, I was going, please don't end here. Please don't end here. Because I'm like, this is a horrible ending. <laughs> please don't end here. Yeah. <gasps> Gally. How did he get through? Yeah, that doesn't make super sense. No, not super sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but he got stung. He made it through by getting stung. Oh, wait, he had... Wait, how did he get one of those? Yeah. I wonder if he got yeah. stung and he, like, killed the griever that... Stung him? But how, but how did you figure all that out? Like, they didn't talk about that. They had to the have movie. the code and... <laughs> and how does he know how to use a gun? Like, all of this doesn't really make Again, sense. I, why is he going to shoot Thomas? Like, I'd have everyone, like, slowly start spreading out. Separating from everyone. 
I like that Thomas says you're not thinking straight. Like, they know he's a good guy, you know? Yeah. I like it, yeah. <laughs> and all of this not focusing on Chuck. Okay, except for that. <laughs> I, Up until that point, they were focusing on everyone else. I don't like, though, that when the, when the moment happens, there isn't an actual gunshot. Yeah, the sound design, there isn't a gunshot. <sighs> I, I don't, maybe it was my sound system, but. I died. What? I did. Dang it. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> they killed the one good character. I like that he's wearing capris. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. His death scene, and he's wearing capris. <laughs> Suddenly. Uh, bleeding. Uh, okay, yeah. that's a good-looking blood, though. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but like, do you, wouldn't that have happened before? So this this moment with Thomas, I don't get why he's so cut up about it here. I don't know. I mean, because he likes him, like he's his friend. But and... this much, like, to where they have to drag him away screaming. Like, uh, it, well, it didn't land like, for me. And when I, the first time I watched it, I felt it was more everything together. Because Thomas didn't want Galley to die. Thomas didn't want Albie to die. And they were expecting to find something good outside of the walls. Yeah. I felt like it was all of that combined that everything he thought he was going to find was just gone. It, it, but he focused on him too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's this whole scene doesn't make sense, even though it's better than ending where. I know. It's better than that, but it still doesn't make sense. But they have to kill off these characters because they're not in the next book, <laughs> right? Like. Oh come on, Newt cared more for Chuck than Albie. Albie didn't get any tumors. Loves Chuck. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, he's just lovable. I know, it's so sad. But I wish they had been more protective of him. Like, that would have made more sense. Yeah, like, make more jokes like, about him. He's, he's the youngest in the group. Like, the, the little, yeah. everyone's little brother sort yeah. of thing. Like, he's so kind of up about it, he doesn't even notice people coming in, really. Like, it doesn't matter to him. Like, he's... <sighs> yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, the acting's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that moment is more sad than Chuck dying. You can't just leave him here. Well, why not? I don't know. You're leaving everyone else here. Yeah. I forgot that Gally died. Mm. Dang it. <laughs> I like Gally. Yeah. I like that they did. Ha- why they, are they, they all running now? I like that they, they did the, I mean, they blocked it so that he didn't have to be dragged all the way to the helicopter. Okay, this really looks like a video game. Yeah. Now he's starting to like, okay, something else is happening here. And again, I'm going, please don't end here. Please don't end here. It's going to end here, isn't it? (laughs) That looks like a boom mic in the (laughs) shot. Introducing a new character that will be important in the next movie. Mm -hmm. Dum, dum, dum. It's... And was this movie really see. hurt by having to be part of a larger story? Totally. Yes. It would have been so cool if it was a one-off, like Lord of the Flies, I guess. Yeah. And now they're all looking at the mm. maze. Like, how did they build that? Like, that must take years to build. Shouldn't everyone be and dead? And why? That is still... I mean, that it, was the it worst takes them, part. It takes them a hundred and... Like, 150 days to build a Costco. Think of what to build that. Oh. 
everything's gonna, gonna change. change. Third time. Okay, um, this scene um, was pretty... Done. I will say that it, it got you like, okay, I don't know what's going on. I want to know what's going on. But you're just like... Yeah. Because I feel like a movie should end with... If you don't at least know how, you should know why. And you're left with this one going, why there, did I just watch that whole movie? Why were they put through that? You don't know. It, it leaves because there's no ending to any of the character, the characters that you care about. There's no ending to them. Mm-hmm. Even for the movie. Like, I know it's supposed to be a larger story, but there's, like, I don't know. They could be the key to everything. Look. Why? So let's move forward. Evil grown-ups in white against kids in dirt. And set up. <laughs> Phase two. Oh. The Scorch uh. Trials. I did not like the Scorch Trials. It wasn't I'm sorry. as good. I mean, it was well made. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> This movie, it was so good until the <coughs> end. And you're just like, why did they do that? I mean, I know it's the books, but. It was unfortunate. Like, it being a book hurt it. Yeah. I want to make a movie like this, but better. It was kind of like the end of. Um, insurgents from the divergent trilogy it's insert the end of insurgents is a lot is very similar to that where you're just left with a ton of why questions it's it's really interesting to contrast this with um this one and divergent with hunger games Mm -hmm. and how hunger games is like the same there's there's no mystery in hunger games of why they're doing this you you know it Mm-hmm. So you just have to see the characters trying to live with it or change it. Yeah. And it makes it much more interesting. Like, it, the mystery, the big, broad mystery is what really brings these down, I feel like, these kind of movies. Well, and it's also wrapped up in the YA dystopian overarching theme that is so prevalent, especially throughout the Divergent trilogy and the Maze Runner, is that you are special theme mm-hmm. i hate it i ugh. yeah it's so you are different you are special only you can save the world i know i i feel like this Against movie didn't do that too ups. much this movie didn't do that too much i don't feel like uh, except for the end which is what made it you are all but, special but it we wasn't need you for the future it wasn't the people around him that was saying that well it never is uh I feel like in Divergent, it is a little bit. Oh, that's true. And it's what why I like The Hunger Games so much is that it isn't like that. Mm, I would still say it is like that. Or at least it makes sense. The further you get into The Hunger Games, the more it is like that. Eh, true. But it's everyone else making her special as opposed yeah. to she actually is special. Right. Which is better. In these ones, and especially in Divergent, they actually are special for some reason that we're never quite sure about. And it's just, ugh, I hate it, that theme. Because the chosen one theme? The, yeah. And you are special just for being a person or you mm-hmm. or something like you that. Like, do I don't think there's anything wrong with that idea that, you know, everyone's unique and we're each uniquely designed and have mm-hmm. talents and talents that are specific to us, but it's the idea that 
I don't know. It's the you are the special one out of all, all the of special these. people. I know. That's especially <laughs> a divergent. You're the specialist special. You're the most specialist person in the whole world. <laughs> you're this special means you just can like do everyone certain else. Things that no one else can do. And yeah, and it's mysterious why. Like I'd much rather watch or read a story about someone who's not special, who just overcomes a lot of struggles. And it's so yeah. much more interesting than I can just do things because I'm special. Anyway, that's part of my rant on. Yeah. I think this is a very smart movie. You know, like Max was saying, what was the budget? Uh, it was like thirty-four million. Thirty-four million. Most of that they must have crunched down because they shot it so quickly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like, so anything in the maze was totally blue screen. So those, I mean, that automatically reduces your budget when you're just shooting on a concrete area mm-hmm. with a big blue screen. Like, well, that's, that's that, like one of the cheapest locations that you can get. decreases your production budget, not your post-production budget. Right. Yeah, well, it, it does for something of that scale. Like, there's nothing that they could have built that would be cheaper than doing it in visual effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does seem like this particular director, since he had a background of a completely CGI short, that he knew what he could and couldn't do with the visual effects. Like, even well, he had, now, he had done a lot of shorts and stuff. Yeah. This I, is his, his feature debut, which I found really interesting. I, I really it's liked, very solid. Yeah. I want I really am curious to see stuff that is his original idea. Yeah. Like that, that he isn't hamstrung by having to stay within a book uh, adaptation. Like something that's his own. I'm I hope he gets to do some more stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you can just see how like smart this is. And, and how how like from an investment standpoint how good of a plan that they had because a it's the beginning of a book series so and they made it when making all these book series like the hunger games and divergent and like it's super popular yeah super popular and so they know that if they do a good job with the first one the second and the third or the fourth ones or whatever they're gonna make a lot of money and, I um, think there's four books, but they're splitting the last one into two. No, there's only three. There's well, there's four books. Yeah. I know that for sure. I thought it was The Giver that had four. But no, there's four books. But still, you know, like the like the Hunger Games, especially like the first one is definitely much more low budget than the rest of them. And this one, you can kind of tell us the same way. Like watching the second one, it definitely had a much bigger budget, um, and. But I like, I tend to like the first ones better. Like you can tell that they they were more clever and yeah, smart. Yeah, they weren't like (gasps) free money. We can put it everywhere. Yeah, they kind of fall into. I feel like that's one of the failings of the Hobbit trilogy is that it was so popular they had a huge budget for it, and so they could just go and do anything. I mean, not they had had a plan obviously, but it feels like they just throw. This is cool. Let's throw it in a little bit. Whereas mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, they had a much smaller budget. And yeah. they were way smarter with yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, they saved a lot of money by having non-A-list actors, you know, good good kids who had done stuff. But, again, 
it's not Zac Efron. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, you know, they they put together a really great ensemble for not as much money. Although Jennifer Lawrence wasn't a huge star when she did The Hunger Games either. Yeah, that's true. And then, um, you know, also just the environment. You know, filming outdoors in the woods, really primitive buildings, like their locations were very inexpensive. And, you know, just like everything about production for this movie was very inexpensive. So it really makes sense from a producer's standpoint to obtain the rights for something like this. And it really makes sense for a studio to be like, yes, this is a really good investment because they're only spending like this little bit. But if it does well, even if it only recoups its budget it's still a success as a movie and Mm -hmm. it has this really exponential growth potential Mm -hmm. so i thought that was cool just watching it going this is uh you know Mm -hmm. this is a smart movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, I I really like it from a director's point of view as well. It's just really well blocked for the most part. I feel like the second half suffers a little bit more fo- because of the need to focus in on Thomas that the rest of the characters start to fade to the background a little bit, which didn't feel in a story sense correct because they had such a stronger connection to each other than Thomas did. Like, at that mm-hmm. point, Thomas still feels somewhat of an outsider. And... Mm-hmm. So, definitely towards the second half, I feel like it wasn't nearly as solid, but I love the first half, directing-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's... I don't know, Thomas isn't my favorite character, even though he's, like, he does all... He does everything. I still think... He's one of my favorite YA protagonists. Yeah, I think... I like him better than, like, Triss. <coughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Or... It, Katniss. I have problems with Katniss. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, still your favorite characters are Newt and Galley and... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like Chuck, but still I feel like he's that character that you're supposed to like because he's a little kid and he he dies. And they make you like him, so it's devastating when he dies. He's he's the um, the, uh, Dustin of this movie. Dustin? Stranger Things. Oh. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> They're very similar types of characters. I did remember thinking <clears throat> the first time I saw it that the part where Chuck dies, I I almost yelled at the screen because it was just like, that was so unnecessary. <laughs> 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 what did that earn in the story besides, you know, it's like, evoking emotion from the audience which feels like a trick it feels like you're being manipulated when it's not earned in the story (laughs) why did they do that they didn't need to do that i feel like that you could have gotten like tweaking some story bits here and there you could have gotten almost the same moment by having uh even thomas have to kill galley like and having that same moment, but with Galley instead of Chuck. It wouldn't be the same, though. You know what would be really sad? If Galley was super protective of Chuck. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or even having anyone, like even Albie or, or I know. Newt. 
they had Teresa be like, you can stick with me. And I was like, like, Teresa was the one that ended up being protective of Chuck. And you're like, Teresa doesn't know Chuck. <laughs> yeah. But he thinks girls are awesome, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually thinking about it. The second movie, I, I would say that the second movie actually suffers because Gally's not in it. Because if you, like, in the second movie, Thomas. I don't remember the second movie very Thomas, well. like, takes charge and the guy's. You know, he has his merry band that follow him everywhere. And, like, can you imagine that movie if Gally had been there and he's like, okay, Thomas, I kind of trust you, but he's also the voice of opposition of, like, do you know what you're doing? And I, it would have been very interesting to see Gally in the second movie, I think. I don't remember any of that movie. Yeah, me either. Except Am for Alan Tudyk. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! He's he in it. <laughs> I don't remember anything about the scorch. Or and I remember the them getting out of the falling skyscraper. Like I do remember that moment. Oh. And the zombies. Oh yeah, there were zombies in that one too. No, but you know, like the whole part when they were escaping from the compound and. Nope. Oh yes, yeah. Which I thought happened in this movie. I actually thought that happened in this one. Hmm. Yeah, what I didn't what I didn't really like about the Scorch Trials was that it felt like a totally different movie. Like it didn't even need, it didn't even deserve the brand Maze Runner on it because it was so disconnected. It was, it, from the yeah, grade. there wasn't any maze, and there wasn't you know, like it was just because the first because it was the same characters, but well, not the, even the maze that. the Maze Runner is just the title of the first book. It's not the title of the series, I believe. I don't know. Like, isn't the title having to do with The Scorch or something like that? The Scorch series or something like that? I don't know. I don't know either. Something I might just be Chronicles that up or series head. or books or one of those. I've words. only heard, heard of them as the Maze Runner books. <laughs> I might be wrong. I might be totally making that up because that yeah. seems more. It makes more sense to me. The so, acting in this where were they really getting, good. like, all of It was really well cast. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just wondering, did they, like, get all of their, uh, like, all their nice leather buckled breastplates from the elevator? the elevator or something? Or, like, where were they getting, like, all their clothes and all their shoes and all their weapons? Like, you know, they had several <coughs> machetes and knives. And, like, did they make all of them? Or, like, from a production designer's standpoint like if they had opened a cu- opened a couple of the crates that mm-hmm. would have been interesting to see of like was it just food or was yeah it was it tools to help them get food you know yeah because it's like they had spears and stuff and like well they must have made stuff it must well if they originally sent food they could have saved the seeds from the food and that's where their plants came from and yeah like th- there you go it's like that movie of where Albie was first there and figuring stuff out and like I don't know I was like where are they getting all this stuff and they seem to have a lot of rope you know but within the grand scheme of the Mm -hmm. world it doesn't actually make sense to show Albie's story because it doesn't matter yeah that's that's what I, I don't like the most about these movies is that this whole movie ceases to matter you feel like Everything in the Glade ceases to matter because it was just an experiment and they don't really ever reference it very much except as their past history. You know, it didn't do anything. Right. So why build it in the first place? 
Yeah. But I, st but I still care about the characters who were there more. Yeah. And I loved the setup of the Glade. It was really cool. Just not like, the names. <laughs> I feel like, you know, the setup for the Maze Runner, like, the, uh, like that must have been the original concept. All these boys in here, and then the writer's like, okay, so why? Why? <laughs> and so, and then this whole other world was built around the why. But it doesn't really fit with the original concept. But the concept was really strong. Mm -hmm. It just needed a different why that didn't have this big yeah. world. It it really needed to be not based on a book. But what could, possible endings could it have? That's what I kept thinking to the second half of the movie. Is just like, how could this well, possibly end? Except for in we get an information dump that doesn't make a lot of sense. It, I mean, have you read uh, Lord of the Flies? Yeah. Like the ending of that, they were just wanting to experiment. What would a group of kids? How what would happen to them? outside of society well, but if that were the point of the book uh -huh. then they would have had to struggle a whole bunch more right with each other which would have been interesting you know because then thomas brings everyone together or something or they resolve a conflict and then you feel accomplished at the end and you're okay with just leaving them they still live in the glade to this day you know a told opposite world but it wasn't built for that there wasn't a possible ending for what they set up mm -hmm. so Again, just the whole movie through was just like, how can this possibly end? Yeah. Besides what they did. Mm -hmm. Aliens. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Unless they were trying to save them in some way, you know, like keep them from the outside world because the outside world was going to hurt them or something. But then why, why make it a maze? Yeah, why make why it for so the grievers? Or, I mean, it could also have been a. Like a Hunger Games, it's an entertainment, you know. They're being televised. But then, a, well, then they would have had to get free. Like, that would be their struggle. Yeah. Like gladiators. But then you'd want or to introduce that Truman way Show. earlier on. Oh, because yeah. Because it's such a... I mean, that that would be much thing, more of like you know? a, a miniseries plot you would want yeah. to do. This would be good as a miniseries, actually. Like, you could dig into the world a little bit more into yeah. the, their life in the Glade and what they do and how they get separated into these groups. Yeah. <laughs> and how they survive and, and what the flashbacks, flashback episodes to Albie's story and how... And then each character could have, you know, a character. Yeah. Have their own episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, we should make that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a movie we should make. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going to find... Oh man, if Gally, Gally had been protective of Chuck, that would have been so sad. <laughs> <laughs> but it also, that would be too dark, I think, for this movie. This movie's not yeah. that dark. Oh, and if he, if that had, it would have been, it would have really meant a whole lot more that one shot you had of Gally, just as they were going out the door of him actually dying. That would have made that even worse. I know. Uh -huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's what had happened. But it's too dark. It is too dark for this film. It doesn't fit the film. Yeah. Hmm. On that note. <laughs> Shall we wrap up? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this has been the Earflaps podcast. <coughs> Thank you for listening. Um, we're going to do more movies sometime, right? Yeah, we're going to try. 
So if you enjoyed this episode or want to hear more, you can hit like, leave us a comment, hit subscribe. If you have any suggestions or any comments that you'd like to add about the Maze Runner, please uh, leave them wherever this is posted or email us at admin at roguesahoo.com. Also, if you've read the books, what yeah, are your, or if you have any, how, how any wrong thoughts on we? our commentary, <laughs> yeah. how, how wrong on some of the points were we? And also, like, what what did you think of the movie compared to the book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So signing off, this is Annie. And this is Rachel. This is Max. And this is Lizzie. And Josiah. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.